0: Before we start this episode, I just wanted to show you guys my helium miner and the setup. So right outside of it, you can see the antenna, that big boy, and then the miner. It's all placed, plugged right into an outlet down below.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I am your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate, and we are going to be talking about a fascinating cryptocurrency very fascinating called helium
0: yes yes indeed not on the periodic table surprisingly Uh, no
1: hey at least well yeah they didn't you know what they should have made their icon as what a balloon oh my casper missed it with the ghost now helium's out here messing up not you know just like circles and like dots i'm like guys all it is is just a little creativity that's all they need: is a little bit of creativity, a little little dash of
0: pizzazz. Yes, yes, indeed. Spice it up a bit. So helium's actually more or less one of its—it's it's like one of a kind for what yeah. it's trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've looked it up. I was just looking up recently. I really don't know much other. I mean, I've not seen any other like stable currencies doing this exactly how they're doing it. Stable currency? Not sta like a currency as stable as helium is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Because, like, I was just looking at Reddit and stuff, and it just seems like there's a couple other different like currencies trying to accomplish the same thing, but like they're very expensive to get into and they're very like sketchy from what people are proposing online. Gotcha, but yeah, yeah. helium's price is sitting at $14.42 right now, its all time high is $52, quite high, quite high, but um, circulating supply of 116 million total supply of 223 million quite nice i mean it gives you a lot of room to work with yeah and we're not in the billions yeah so that, that i mean that would explain the the price yeah uh, not like quant level low but you know it'll a, do a couple million ain't too bad for a circulating supply bill i think that's the reason why it shot up to 52 true demand yeah, we'll, but, have uh, the, we'll have the graph of the all of the pricing up here the nasty red chart but that is the reason why I wore red today. It's the whole market, though. Yeah, exactly. I wore red because the market is just blood red. Yeah, and it's disgusting to see. It but is. I looked at. I look at this as a buying opportunity for any of your favorite coins. True. I don't want to look at it because, like, when you're being a smart investor in this space, you want to be more or less open to whatever happens. Oh yeah, totally. And with that being said, you want to be having an open mind. Towards any any sort of investment you make in crypto. Sure. Cause like you're never gonna get that perfect entry. No. Although you think you will, you, you just won't. And so that's why you dollar cost average. That's why you don't throw all your eggs in one basket at one time. Yeah. Sure, maybe stick around with one coin or maybe two or three. But um definitely just invest smart. Yeah. Never throw sorry. Never throw your money in. That you wouldn't be able to lose. Exactly. That's what I like to think about. Yeah. And that's big with this space. Or, you know, your entire savings account. Not financial. (laughs) Like I did. (laughs) Me too, but anyways. We don't recommend that. Not financial advice. It's only depending on how you view the dollar. But we're not recommending it. You mean
1: the monopoly money?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Helium, what they're trying to do is they're a decentralized blockchain powered for the network of Internet of Things, IoT. And we've discussed about that in past podcasts as well. IoTs are just Internet of Thing devices it can be from your smartphone, your laptop, devices in your cars.
1: Yeah, I could I could see integration like Helium having integration with IOTA in the future. Yeah, I think that would be incredibly powerful. Yeah because the network that they're building up is really fascinating because it doesn't operate like a cell tower or something like that it's not owned by one particular party i mean it's owned by you know individual people Millions. but it's not yeah and it's yeah. not owned by you know just one company so i could potentially see it if if it goes open source i don't know if if the code for it's open source i don't think it is
0: no because if be it able- was open source then they'd be able to allow others to create their own miners
1: true yeah, and that can compromise network security. Yeah,
0: wonder it's. I think it's. I think it's probably just a a tad open source, just because they allow other manufacturers to create the miners. Sure, but it's very secure and stable. My, how they? My thing allow. is though,
1: why couldn't they create a more of an open source program, but also make sort of a validation check? before a miner actually enters the network and then runs periodic checks to make sure that the, the, uh, call it like, a, a good, like if you use like a phrase or something like, or, or some sort of a hex key for it, because if you want to stop bad actors from entering the ecosystem, you need to have some sort of way to validate that, you know, stuff is real. A security process, a security process. Exactly. And you don't want people you don't want to give people the opportunity to counterfeit or invalidate that, that that process. Yeah. So, if they made some sort of a hex key system, that was unique to the hex mine or to the uh, helium to the helium miners, that'd be cool. And it'd be and it would actually be cool if it was a hex key because they they do all of their stuff. mapping. Yeah, they do their all hex their hex mapping maps. with with hexes, which would be yeah with hexagons, which is cool.
0: Well, uh, helium creators and founders, if you're watching this. An idea yeah and we love those that's a free one we love yeah free game freebie <laughs> Z- zero nada so to get into this network all you need is a miner but yeah my helium miner it's just a small box and it comes with this small antenna as well but i upgraded my antenna just to get more range that thing is beefy yeah there's multiple different so it's called the uh, dbi the I think it's the strength of the antenna. Yeah. Each DBI has its own varies of how it like reaches out. Sure. And so there's three DBI, there's five DBI, and then there's eight, and I think maybe eleven as well. And uh with a three, it's a lot more short, close quarters. and you you already probably know. Yeah. But uh five, it it's like weird though, because each DBI ranges in its own ways. Like some just go straight horizontal some go vertical and like Mm -hmm. over the top of things and i think it's each is just benefit uh, benefit benefiting whatever like is in your needs
1: yeah and it's it's also the design of the antenna itself yeah because depending on how you design the antenna that's going to determine are you launching the signal like a mortar or are you just sending it like diagonally directly across to something straight b yeah which which both have their own you know use cases so either one would be
0: applicable what i'm curious about is if i were to change my mind like antennas out put the 3dbi in instead of the eight and see what the mining rates would be probably worse yeah you have really good coverage with your antenna now yeah i mean it also one thing about the coverage so you get your miner and it's going to put you in to a hexagon based on the area you planted at yeah and from there you're either going to have somebody around you it can only be up to four people in that hexagon but once you hit four then no other miners can be in it so if you're in a major city or if you're just in a major suburb with already helium miners established you want to make sure that you are away from others more or less yeah to get the best earning rewards which makes sense because the whole point
1: of uh was it proof of coverage
0: yes it's proof of
1: coverage yeah Yeah, so the whole point of proof of coverage is to expand the coverage outward so if you have too many nodes just kind of sitting or miners just sitting around in the same hexagon
0: you're getting nowhere what's
1: the point exactly spreading
0: it yeah that's kind of how it is in like over in New York and just major cities in general yeah like those people although they're getting decent mining rewards they're not getting as good as they could be. Sure. If they're in like a suburb or something. Yeah, that's when you got to make some friends in upstate. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Or just in a, in
1: other states. True. Yeah, but then in that case, it'd be a lot harder to. No, you just send it out to them. They set it up for you. Yeah, but it's, it's the trust factor. Oh, of course. So if you if they if they lived like an hour away or whatever, it wouldn't be too hard to like if you ever Drive needed over. it back for whatever reason yeah, or yeah. if they moved or something makes
0: sense versus shipping it back or i mean yeah there's a bunch of different ways you could go about that sure you set, you set it up yourself all you need to do is connect it to your their wi-fi because that's yeah. all you need to run a helium miner is wi-fi and power so if you wanted to send your
1: miner to your friend maybe across states or wherever yeah could you plug it in set it up on the wi-fi and like connect your account and everything. And then could you just unplug it and then send it to them? How would they? Like connect to it, but also make sure that your account is still being credited
0: for the miner. So that's the thing. I believe that once you set it up in one location, you have to basically completely reset it before you can set it up in a new location. Okay. so the mining like it's going to be complete different mining rewards and obviously because of the locations change, but you're also going to need brand new keys. Yeah, and everything—it's going to be a brand new wallet. It's on because Gosh, you're yeah. you're out of a different area. You're basically shutting off the location you're in, and you're just re-popping up in a new one. Gotcha. So it can't be the same mining location. Yeah. Like it gives you those funky names. Yeah, I, I totally forgot what mine was, but it was just like some sort of like white leopard or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. So I think that just all completely changes if you're ever ever wanting to like migrate it somewhere yeah. else. But yeah, I mean, me and my friend, we got this one. Shout out to Mason, <laughs> he's gonna be watching. He's one of our biggest fans, for nice. sure. But cool. um, thanks for watching, Mason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's not um, crypto, Mason, right? No, no, no. Okay. I, if only. Uh, we were contemplating either putting it at my place or his place, up where he lives in a completely different state. Sure. And um, we were just checking out the map and seeing which one would work best. At the time, I didn't have as many people around me mining helium, but he had a lot of people around him. But I think if we would have put it up where he was, there would have been a um, another person in his hexagon. Ah. Uh, so therefore, it would have messed up. Mining rate. Yeah. That sucks. And thankful enough, right now we're earning a little bit under double what the standard miner earns at the moment. Wow, look at yeah, you. Not I mean it's nice. We've already made our money back and it's been about 6 to 7 months of having it, which is great to have cuz now yeah. it's just profits. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you, as
1: Helium gets adopted more, its price is going to increase.
0: When moon. Let's talk about this tech. Sure. How does how does Helium really work? I mean, the primary component of helium is the helium hotspot yeah, and that's the way that they're able to grow their network the most because yes. they're trying to they're trying to outreach everywhere yeah they want to be worldwide and they want to have one miner in each of these hexagons at yeah. least and then from there it's going to really grow because like they're going after they're going after what what are they going after, would you say? They're going after Internet of Things
1: devices. Yeah. And inter- it's it's actually a really smart strategy on their part because Internet of Things devices, for the most part, do very, very small I guess you could call them transactions. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. doing simple tasks and stuff, it uses hardly any data. So by having sort of a local area network type of deal, so think of something like Bluetooth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So everybody knows Bluetooth, right? Of course. So think about if Bluetooth was. Think about if Bluetooth operated like Wi-Fi. So what I mean by mm, that yeah, is to think. yeah, so not only would you have uh, like your car and maybe an internet of things device would be like your watch or your phone or something right yeah not only would they all be connected in that local area network that's what bluetooth actually is but it would also have internet connectivity and stuff because your helium miner has to be plugged into the internet or sorry uh like hooked into hooked hooked into wi-fi yes so technically it's like combining wi-fi and bluetooth so by having the coverage of Wi-Fi, but having the local peer-to-peer connection of Bluetooth—it's
0: basically Wi-Fi all around the world.
1: Yes, but for a specific purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that could get very expensive, yes. and by I mean, by expensive, I mean data intensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very quickly. So yeah. by keeping these miners relatively cheap, what, is, what what's the price ranges on them? Well, the I
0: think they're going up continuously. But when we bought that, it was roughly around 350 dollars the antenna was an extra 80 bucks so it sure. roughly turned out to be a little bit over 400 okay yeah and i'm sure with the chip shortage and inflation and all that <laughs> stuff you know it's not helping no I it mean. just Plus adds- the demand is just yeah there's just crazy on it it took us i believe seven months to get ours yeah holy cow yeah it was like six seven months yeah after I re- a year I-
1: remember when you first told me about it and you're like i'm still waiting i'm still waiting I'm still it kept waiting. going on back order.
0: yeah i know i'm like tate you sure this is real <laughs> well i knew it was real i was actually trying to they were giving out like free miners at okay. the time but uh all of those got taken up like right away right out the gate. oh i'm sure but um i remember just continuing to look like they'd put out like weekly reports and i I bet they still do for the people who are buying right now it would just be like weekly updates of like the shipping and stuff and you'd have to sure. it'd be like different animals like again it'd be like weird code yeah. names for all these different shipping batches and it'd be like my like thing mine was like panda and like panda got put on back order until like June of 2021 and then finally in June 2021 it said it would be here in like August and then I finally got it and then yeah now here we are mining. (laughs) Mining away. Yeah. It all worked out in the end. Yeah of course. Already made money back so now profit's a profit. Can't complain about that. And there's a lot of people out there who buy like tens to hundreds of these. Yeah I know a couple people who've got a lot of them. That's yeah, wild. And they send them to their friends, like we were talking about. But it's a trust, pro- like a trust factor. You yeah. really got to trust who you're sending it to, because yep. at the end of the day, one, they could just finesse your helium. If they really wanted to. Yep. The miner itself, plus the rewards you're gonna be earning from that, and then two, you want to make sure that they're putting it in a safe, secure spot so it doesn't get damaged, doesn't get like just destroyed at all. Because there's people who leave these things outside like well yeah they, they set them up on like large tower poles like where antennas normally go yeah for um just the best connection because sure. they're like basically over hills or some sort of whatever yeah. yeah
1: as far up above buildings and stuff as you can get would really help a lo- help a local area connection like that
0: and that's why like major cities do well but then they also don't do the best because of the range the dense
1: yeah yeah, it's the same issue that 5G's facing. Yeah. That's why they have to put nodes every like three feet in order to actually have a decent connection. It's not like it's not like 4G was where you could just stick it on a giant cell uh antenna and just project it everywhere over you know tens of miles. You've got to actually build individual nodes because the the 5G networks operate on sub millimeter waves. Okay and basically what that means is You're starting to get onto the wireless spectrum of where things start to get a little weird. What I mean by that is as you get closer to millimeter and submillimeter wave, it gets harder and harder to pass through physical objects. Makes sense. So buildings, cars, you know, that type of thing. It just gets blocked out. Yeah, it's a nightmare for like urban development to try to figure out how to integrate these things. So that's why they're putting them into light poles and to just... Random just posts and stuff like I could, you could put it on like a stop sign stuff if you want to. The thing is that though, that they do need a, a decent amount of power, okay? Because once again, as you start moving into the sub millimeter range, it starts getting weird, yeah. So yeah. they start using more and more and more and more power just to just to do the same thing, reach those ranges, yeah. I mean, it is faster, yeah. yeah. I'll give them that. I just think very complex, yeah,
0: I'm, sometimes unnecessary.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it's interesting to me, too, because when you go to, let's say you want to see like an Orlando City game, right? You go to Camping World Stadium, right? No, and it's,
0: it's ex- Explorious Stadium. Oh, it changed again? No, they have their own stadium. Oh, they do?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this goes to show how much I watch football. Anyway. I love how you called it football, though. Look, I watch Ted Lasso, okay? I, I know a little bit. I know a, I, know, I know a smidge, football. right? Football. Yeah. So you go to a giant stadium, whatever yeah. it might be, yes. right? And your cell connection is trash. Yeah. And that's because everybody is connected to the same cell tower. That same that one cell tower cannot handle that many people on it. No. So usually when that happens, they prioritize text and uh actual phone calls over you trying to reload your Twitter feed to see what witty thing Elon Musk has posted next. (laughs) Much fun as that is. Oh my. (laughs) But the... I think as once 5G starts really popping off and it starts being really implemented into these giant stadiums and stuff, I think that might actually help alleviate that problem because then people will... More people will be... Or sorry, less people will be connected to the, the big cell tower and they'll be more so connected into these small... Uh, nodes that can handle more people because you ultimately have more points. Those are more spread cover. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have like a fiber optic connection or something, I mean, you're winning. Expensive as hell, but hey, I mean, all these all these cell companies are doing is just building solid gold
0: towers yeah. out of their money anyway. I mean, you're, you're you're really relating to helium and how it it operates. In yeah. a way. it's just completely different. Different use case, yes. but a similar
1: situation. Yes. So, like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So five, so think about it this way: five G would be the macro. Yeah. Helium would be the micro.
0: Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. As beautiful as these co-founders that Helium has. Mm, yes. Tell me more, Tate. Amir Halim, Sean Fanning, and Sean Carey. Two Seans? Yeah, one spelled S H A W N, and then I guess Sheen. No, it's Sean, but... They all founded the company back in 2013. Helene was an active esports and game development background. Fanning, by contrast, is well known for developing the Napsters, the music sharing service, which was one of the first mainstream peer-to-peer internet services in the late 1990s. And was sued by Metallica. Wow. You know the history of Napster tape? I remember, you know... Isn't there a movie about it? Yeah, there is. Yeah. I just Timberlake in it. Yeah. yeah, that's why. That's the only part I remember from it. Did you see that movie? At all? No, no. Okay. I just remember seeing clips and he's like with a girl and she's like, so who are you? He's like, I'm the founder of Napster. She's like, you got to be kidding. Yeah, like, no, there's no way.
1: The founder of Napster, like the, the head guy has like degrees on top of degrees. I'm talking from like Harvard and these all these Ivy League schools here.
0: It's this, this guy? guy. Yes. Oh, I'm a moron. Oh no no sorry he was developing Napster I apologize. Oh okay yeah yeah
1: but no but like the head guy who gotcha.
0: who did Napster he
1: had tons of degrees from all these Ivy League schools and he went and created Napster which just set the 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 uh, the it's called RIA yeah the Recording Industry Association of America which is like a conglomerate of like Sony Music wow. and like Warner Music and like all the big labels are you know it's it's, it's basically unionized gotcha. essentially at that point. So he thought, oh, this would be a great idea. Why don't we just share all of the music we've bought and downloaded with each other?
0: Hmm. <laughs> Terrible idea. Hmm.
1: Terrible. I mean, nothing major had been done like that before. Yeah, yeah, sure. But it was a cool concept until they got sued into the ground. And then Rhea started suing just random people who were just downloading stuff. Wow. Yeah. I'll have, a, I'll have a link up here. There's a, there's a Nakey Jakey video. Weird name, I know, but it is fantastic about about illegal like downloading services like LimeWire oh and BearShare and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a fascinating time to be into music at that. Be alive, yeah. Well, to be to be alive, but also you
0: know be experiencing that. Yeah, and downloading to be all, woke in the music industry.
1: To be downloading all of those trojans and spywares yeah. and adwares and
0: malwares. <sighs> And getting all those viruses and bugs yeah and I'll, I'll show you the video later it is oh my gosh dude it's so funny yeah. finally third co-founder yes carrie meanwhile held multiple development roles prior to helium which included advertising optimization firm where acquired by paypal Ooh. yeah Ooh. Optimi- optimization firm called where okay and Helium's team now consists of members which the company says have experience in radio and hardware, manufacturing, distributed systems, peer-to-peer, and blockchain technology. As they should, you know. Yeah. They're going after all of that. Especially the radio part. Yeah. Because It's you all need, about frequencies.
1: It's all about frequencies, and it, it takes a ton of engineering to get
0: this right. Yeah. Like a ton. I mean, they've already gotten it right. Now it's just about growing it. Yeah. And yeah. sustaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the network
1: holds up over time as devices start using the helium network to actually operate. Um,
2: these Great helium,
1: question. Yeah, because these helium miners, I can't help but wonder as time goes on if they're going to hold up in terms of the, the actual processors and everything inside of them to actually handle these transactions. Now, if they're just handling a bunch of little small ones, Yeah. It's not going to matter that much.
0: Well, I think that's what it really is. Yeah. Because you don't earn that much. Like today I earned 0.1 helium, mm-hmm. the dollar. Yeah. And I'm doubling the market's performance. Yeah. Which, I mean, over time it accumulates. Naturally. And you can, you can make some money if you have multiple or more than one. But like, I don't think that each of these miners are handling too much rambunctious.
1: Yeah, but what w- the thing that I find interesting, though, is what's going to happen in big cities. Yeah. So if
0: but the rewards are less,
1: the rewards are less true. I guess it would kind of scale because more people would have minors. But if you think about how how many vehicles are on the road in New York at all times a day.
0: Oh, gosh, I can't. Ugh. Every point in the day, there's a vehicle out. There's no stopping. Yes.
1: That's that's New York. It's never ending. Yeah. Upstate at least. Yeah. Or not. Sorry, not upstate. Uh, just you know, New York City and stuff. Pony Island. No, don't say it. I don't want to have to edit it in.
2: (laughs) Bing bong.
0: I'm gonna edit it. Too late. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna edit it anyway. So there's only like talking about how many there is. There's only seven hundred eighty thousand hotspots currently.
1: Oh, not not a lot.
0: No. I think that also might have
1: have to do with the fact that they're in such high demand that they can't pump enough of them out. So you end up with, you know, half-year delays in order to get them.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why there's also multiple companies creating these. Sure. Just to help the the ma- like the demand.
1: Yeah, and also
0: I could see that also helping it
1: be decentralized a little bit, too. Because if you think about it, if you need a proprietary piece of hardware, to run the miner for this yeah then that one company charge whatever they wanted i mean that's what they're kind of doing i mean yeah but you have it spread out across like six companies however many
0: roughly i think no more than 10
1: okay yeah so if it's spread out there's still competition
0: yeah i don't competition i don't think you can buy these like immediately for Mm -hmm. less than 500 dollars
1: Oh, probably from people who are like doing what they do with PS5s, like they're you know, scalping them.
0: I'm going to just do it real quick. Yeah, go for it. eBay,
2: helium, miner. Yeah.
1: 500 bucks. 450 For a $200 miner? Same one as mine. Oh, that's not a terrible scalp. $450,
0: buy now. These are oh. all sponsored. Oh, there! I was about to say there's one being sold for 13, but it was just the wall mount for it. Hey, that's kind of cool, though. I might need
1: to get that. I mean, your your stealth setup is right there. Yeah.
0: You don't even really notice it unless you're really looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, so about 450 bucks, you can just cop one right off the market. It's not bad. It could always be better, but if you wanted to wait half a year to get it for retail, by all means. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because then because then like the whole point of this thing
1: is accumulation over time. Yeah. So, you know, that six
0: months could have earned you
1: how much helium do you think? I mean, I know your setup's a little interesting because it earns uh, probably double. probably
0: on average. You probably could have made in six months probably about. Say about.
1: ten. Okay, 100 bucks
0: as of right so now that, 140 that would, bucks as of right now so that would be like the difference between retail and getting a scalp yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'd say so i mean it's just all yeah it, but it, then again it's all about where you are because sure. say if you have if you're in an area where you have four around you you're not going to be getting the best rewards sure i mean it's it's very complex because I've looked in areas like New York and stuff, and I see some miners that have four connections in that one hexagon Mm -hmm. getting exceptional rewards. Sure. But I also think it has something to do with the antenna and the place of location. Makes sense. Because those miners out there are connecting to so many more. Yeah. Like 20, tens of 20s, just Mm -hmm. other miners in that area, just connecting to those, and then they're mining from that. And the mining periods range from 60 to 30 minutes to unlock each reward. They're just continuously going, revolving through your account. And you don't have to pay Ethereum gas fees to take it out of the account. And about that, you saw what happened with that new uh, NFT drop? What was it called? The Board Apes uh, into the Unseen or whatever it was called. No, I didn't. I I
1: don't follow Board Apes at all.
0: Well, we're talking about like Ethereum board apes. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, with that new uh, can't even th- Yuga Labs, they had that new drop for um the board apes. Yeah, it was all that land and stuff that they're doing. Oh, for the metaverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah their metaverse. Okay. It, what was it called? Into the unseen or something. I don't like know that? the name of it. Yeah, it was just yeah. something like that. Well, uh, gas fees just to mint. One of these nfts four thousand dollars Crypto Mason was talking about it in his last video. he didn't mint one because how much the transact like the gas fees were, and then to actually like acquire said like no, this was for the whitelist token, I believe, four thousand for that because at the time, just to mint the whitelist token, yeah, 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 and then at the time, it's because the network was so backed up with like millions of dollars worth of people trying to buy this one specific token um, my information complete could be completely off but I'm trying to think
1: that's brutal man yeah I know
0: yeah so Ward Aviat's creators metaverse meant rocks ethereum blockchain hmm some buyers showed out anywhere from 2.6 ETH to 5 ETH in gas fees alone. That's 6,500 to 14,000 dollars just in gas. And we love talking about our gas fees because we don't buy. Where's that article ETH. from? It's on The Verge. My gosh, it made it all the way to The Verge. Yes, wild. It is, it is. Yuga Labs, we're sorry, this is what they tweeted out on April 30th. We're sorry for turning off the lights on Ethereum. For a while it seems abundantly clear that ApeCoin will need to migrate to its own chain in order to properly scale. So they basically I think kind of more or less did that to show that the supply was so insane H-ball. that they needed to well, the ApeCoin I'm assuming probably wants to create their own network and their own blockchain. That's probably what it's going to come to.
1: Imagine if they dipped their toes into H-bar or XRP. Man, the water's fine.
0: No, but seriously, no, like, that would be yes. insane. Oh, yeah. 100%. Cannot, there's no question to that. Yeah. But it's going back to helium. We don't have to deal with those gas fees. No. It's, what are the gas fees like on helium? Pennies to the dollar. Oh, good. Yeah, because so I withdrawed 17 helium like three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a couple dollars maybe. It's acceptable. I mean, it's stable too. It's not like you're having a very wide variety of fluctuating gas fees. Sure. Which can really screw up the network. Yeah. As we can see. Who would have ever imagine paying that much just for gas fees to mint something? It blows my mind.
2: Scalability.
0: I can't wait to see though how once. Sorry, not how, but once the miners are all around the country, at least the United States. Yeah. In each of those hexagons, because if you're able to look at the map for helium. You're, you're just going to see all the hexagons. And you, can via, you can via their app, right? Yeah, Even yeah. if you don't
1: have a miner, yes. you can just see can what go, the rate might be in your area. And stuff. You can
0: go on the website, and I believe you can just check out the map.
2: View network coverage. The network
0: is live. Live and ready to go. 780,000 hotspots, so we just gained some more. It's worldwide, so it's just down in the United States, sure. but oh, yeah, it's mainly based out of the United, I mean, I see some down in Brazil, I see a little bit in Africa, majority South Africa, but if you look this up on yours, you'd be able to see it's mainly Europe, Eastern China, the outskirts of Australia, a little bit in India, but it's like all of the Midwest in the United States nothing's really in the mountains there's a little bit this map is really cool ladies and gentlemen if you get some time just go check out the helium miner app or helium.com or Mm explore.helium.com you'll be able to see all of the miners area yeah so yeah in a seven day they've earned i'm looking at this one on this island east of japan seven days how much you think they've earned 0.1. Point
2: 0.1. Seven days. 0.
0: 0.035. 50 cents. Ouch. They've earned in a month, not even a dollar. So then there's two. So there's three on this island. There's two right next to each other. So huh? These might be earning better. Not even a dollar. Wow. And this is a. Uh, Garapan, Saipan, Northern Meridian Islands. And then, like I said, the names. Gentle Carrot Shrimp. Gentle Carrot Shrimp is the helium miner name. Jumpy Ocean Yak. (laughs) My favorite one that I found so far. Wow. So, yeah, you really need some sort of... You need more connection than just this. Yeah. Because you're not going to be earning much. Yeah. If you are in a very, very
1: rural yeah area yeah or an area just that doesn't have a lot of miners. like if you're up in like one of the dakotas or out in the midwest where it's just all farms
0: might not be great well united states i think is anywhere in the united states is fine because okay. it's going to continue to grow sure but if you're watching from like a third world country which if you are thank you so much for tuning in absolutely we appreciate you But if you're in just some sort of desert or just somewhere where you know you don't have any minors, it's probably in your best interest not to buy one of these right now. Yeah. Unless you know a guy in Orlando, Florida.
2: True. Don't know who that'd be. Yeah.
0: uh, Anything else you'd like to add into this? I think we cover just about everything. The most part. We didn't talk about the burning. So helium uses a burn and mint equilibrium to ensure that H T supply is in line with the network usage and trend. Okay. An additional five million H T are generated every month and distributed as follows. Thirty-five or thirty percent goes to network data transfer. facilitated by hot says hot sports.
1: hot sp- hotspots.
0: No hot sports. I I had have a feeling X. they accidentally typed the R. Think what is a hotspot? Great question. We'll look that up shortly. 35% goes to hotspot infrastructure. Cause they didn't misspell it in that one. Kind of be something we just don't know about. 35% goes to helium. uh, Helium, their ink and their investors rates will adjust yearly in the network. Data transfers allocation increasing by 2.5%. Hotspot infrastructure allocation decreasing by 1.5% and helium Inc. and investors' allocation decreasing by 1%.
1: Hot sports is not a thing.
0: It's not.
2: The typo. They put it in parentheses, though. Helium miners' hotspots. Same thing. Yeah.
1: What a shame, Helium. That's poor. It's not Helium's fault. That's CoinMarketCap wrote that. No, no, no. That was on their website. Actually, love that. You're right.
0: It was on CoinMarketCap. (laughs) I'm down bad today. We're both super, super tired. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't even want to go into that. Anyways, with that being said, we'll definitely show the results after one year of using my Helium miner. Yeah. In this coming month, or actually two, or three months from now, I'll be getting those results. Yes, excited to see it. If you're curious more about helium, drop any comments down below. We love every single one of you. Check out the coin
1: market cap articles that we have linked in the description as well. If you want to know more information about yes. helium, we didn't cover like everything.
0: No, no, no there's, no, still, no. there's
1: still a little bit of meat left on the bone, but not. Nah.
0: We we covered the basics. We covered everything you kind of more or less need to know if you're curious about buying a helium miner. Yeah. Because there's a lot that goes into the technical side of things and the infrastructure behind how the miners work and operate and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's more or less how we do XRP and how we've done all these other currencies. Sure. It's just, we're touching up on what you'd be interested the most initially. There's a lot that goes into the technical side. Yeah. In the background.
1: Yeah. And plus, you want to make sure that something like this, where you're going to have to have it for a long time in order for it to pay off, you want to make sure that you actually believe in the technology yeah. and the, the principles and the goal behind the end game for it. I don't see want to invest I in.
0: personally don't see it going anywhere. I continue to see this growing exponentially. And eventually down the road, I think that we will cover the whole entire world. Sure. More power to you. Just an opinion, though. Not financial advice. You can take it the way you want to. Sure. But with that being said, we love every single one of you. We hope you enjoyed last episode with Crypto Mason, although our footage died on us. Yeah, the uh, the camera died, so it's okay. It's yeah. all right. We'll, Everything we'll happens next for a time. reason. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Maybe we'll have him on again.
0: Yes, we got a lot. We have a lot in store for all of you. So yeah, just we got some be on prime the content lined up soon. Very, very soon. It's on the horizon. Yep. We love every single one of you once again. And with that being said, this has been the Alt-Kings Podcast, and we will see you next episode. Right on the money. You got that
1: one, Juan. Oh, I went right over it. Right into the minor. Perfect.
0: And you broke it.
2: (laughs) Rude.